Welcome to Gloom Guide. I'm Random Wolf, and I'm joined yet again by the vivacious, the beautiful, the newly married Inkul, who's here to uh, to join and do something that I've been waiting to connect on. I, I almost even hoped we did it on his wedding weekend, <laughs> but we managed to, uh, to to actually sync up on Friday and on our own pace watch Evil Dead Rise. So welcome, Ink, and I'm glad we finally get to dive in on this. That's right. Uh, kind of like my wedding, I'm here to tantalize and thrill. Well, we'll see if you can accomplish that. I mean, dude, I mean, come on. I, I, I give the praise. Come on, don't self-praise. That's gross. That's nasty. Uh, that's more uncomfortable than a cheese grater to the leg. That stings. <laughs> that, that stings us. Um, that's uh, <laughs> that's in that movie. You know it's coming. And it's actually a little more tame than I thought it was going to be. But in my head, I'm like, God, that's got to sting. Yeah, um, this, I will say for a horror movie, this might have one of the best media campaigns, both commercial slash, you know, trailers and uh, memes and GIFs and posters with the cheese grater and the skyscrapers. And this is this was one of the more well-represented horror flicks I've seen in a while. And I think at one of the showings, they were actually giving away a cheese grater with a packet of flesh gummies. <laughs> So it's fucking awesome. That's that's tasty. That's delicious. Um, <laughs> no. So uh, to take a quick step back for uh, those who haven't listened to other another episode where we talk about my wife's absolute love for Evil Dead 2013. Let's uh, I'm let's, sorry, Tip. I'm sorry. <laughs> look, the way I look at it, it was some of the best movie cuddles I've gotten from my spouse in our whole marriage. It was her absolutely. Uh, usually, she's a trooper, but she was not wanting to watch any of that. I think she saw maybe a total of like 15 minutes of the movie. She heard the whole damn thing. Yeah, she yeah. did. <laughs> Which in some ways I think could have made it worse for her fear because she wasn't seeing how there's always a little bit of goofiness and uh, showmanship to these flicks, especially 2013 and this recent one. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I think her imagination probably took it to places much worse than it was on screen. So... Um, another thing I want to establish for any of those who care, uh, this is our first real conversation about the film since we both saw it. Despite it being several days since we've seen it, I've been on the edge of my seat wanting to talk about this, uh, wanting to actually share this, and I, I definitely wanted to capture it like almost like as close to a new conversation as possible. Well, Nintendo says different. Yes, uh, the real the real monster here is is not a deadite for me. It was. Competing with Link, Zelda, and all the building fuckery of uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Those Koroks are not going to torture themselves, okay? <laughs> but uh, but no, um, so I think we each, because we've, we've been friends for a long time now, but everything but the 2013 entry predates our friendship. I mean, it had to. I mean, for us not growing up together and... The early Evil Dead films and Army of Darkness and all that were, I mean, Army of Darkness, I recall, is what, 92, 93? And, uh, uh, somewhere along those lines. I just remember that one very distinctly because in my family, the, uh, without getting too much in the background, when my dad and mom got together together, um, I remember them wanting to take us to some, I think it was like Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman's Far and Away movies, what we ended up seeing. Um, but the Army of Darkness things were either in theater or they were teasing it. And I just were thinking this looked really cool because there was a dude with a fucking chainsaw for a hand. And I'm like, I, I didn't know. I mean, dude, I'm like nine or ten. I didn't know what the fuck Evil Dead was, even though I watched a lot of horror films. That one wasn't one that I'd seen at that point. But Ash with the chainsaw, dude, that is a. Uh, hmm. It was a 
so it was honestly it was my first entry into the evil dead series which is you know near and dear to my heart but i remember going to a buddy's house and we were just fucking around doing his kids do flipping through channels and it was that infamous graveyard scene it's a little slapstick yes but i remember just being glued to the screen because it felt like it combined two of my favorite things in the world which was you know horror and looney tunes at the time so it was just it it hit that button and i've been hooked ever since well and, and you know and i think you touch on something uh and one of the reasons i want to kind of get into some of the background um i think there is when it's when it's done well um horror and comedy go so well together i mean if there's a reason i love Shaun of the dead for example um which is less obviously horrific than but at the same time, it's a zombie horror flick in its own right. Um, an Edgar right. Um, but no, man. Uh, the other ones, it made Army of the De- Army of the Army of Darkness was my gateway into Sam Raimi films, like Darkman and other things. It, it it got me to wonder who the hell was this guy who's making these things, and let me go see some of it. Oh yeah, yeah. So. I mean, definitely. And I remember it's such a tonal change because i watched army of darkness grew up watching it and i'm like well i need to watch you know this is obviously the third film of the series so i need to start from the beginning and i remember renting a vhs copy a vhs copy of the original evil dead and talk about a tonal difference i mean i love it for what it is but i was not prepared for an almost entirely different genre well, no, I mean, and that's one of the things that's almost kind of crazy about this universe and these series of films. And when you talk tonal difference, even in the uh, even in the 2013 and in the new entry with Evil Dead Rise, you have a you have some you have some honor and homage paid to what was before. But at the same time, um, much more serious, much more extremely th- cut it off. Don't cut it off. Cut it off. Don't cut it off. Uh, the 2013 probably definitely one of my favorite movie experiences in a theater in a long long time i mean i had an absolute blast watching it and that movie did not pull its punches whatsoever oh no when when you have some you know, sister going i'm gonna come down here so i can suck your dick pretty boy and stuff like that i mean the vid- oh, yeah, before splitting her tongue with a freaking box cutter like my I mean, god the the, the 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 actual lines the acting performances the makeup and uh every the t- i mean everything in that film went hard almost too hard but not, not in a way that i didn't enjoy but i mean like i i say this more as a as a uh compliment to evil dead rise not a detriment to evil dead 2013 is i felt there was enough levity a little bit of humor break there's something there's enough i think there was enough punctuation ellipses moments i guess where you could breathe for a second before like 2013 was constant like head fingers to temples oh. holy fuck holy fuck holy fuck. i mean we, we were last <laughs> 2013 was all gas no brakes which you know that's i'm for it but mm-hmm. that's not everyone's thing either well, no, that's we why were, i kind of respect people that rise where it kind of like they knew when to throttle back a little bit there well, for me i would have preferred you know kind of a similar outing to 2013 mm-hmm. but i felt i still had a great time yeah, I would love the uh, theater experience and sharing. I, I think we were feeding off of each other and off of Tiff's uh, literally freaking the fuck out. Um, but there was something about like, I think back to like, are we horrible, morbid people as you and I both like had these faces, like just like almost like puckered smile, like, oh, what the fuck is happening next? <laughs> oh, it's that that <laughs> that infamous uh, Chris 
Pratt gif with the whole oh yeah the parks and rec oh, oh. <laughs> no definitely bad <laughs> i cringed i laughed i cried i cringed some more 10 out of 10 yeah i think i was much more ready for a lot of what was happening with evil dead rise because of the media campaign that was so good yet also played its hand a lot i think because of this mm-hmm. I, and i don't blame them we live in a sin they did really well in the theater i think they had to do what they did because of where we are still post-pandemic uh, cinema experiences aren't are more missed than hit for a lot of things that would have done fine in the past and horror being something that's going to be hard this is a hard r so you're not getting the same mass audience as you're getting for like a marvel flick no absolutely not but man watching 2013 dude i'm seriously like was just sitting there like well let's see what's gonna happen next brandon and then i look over at you and you're like oh and, to, and i and i just have like this human uh prairie dog trying to burrow into my side to hide Oh man, it's okay. Wait a second. No, I got to take it back because I think my favorite theater experience that I think about is when we went and watched The Witch. Oh. And you know, when would you like to we're, at the Alamo dra- we're at the Alamo Draft House, where anyone that hasn't been there, you know, great you experience food and everything. Fantastic theater experience there. Just fun. But I had ordered buffalo wings. <laughs> and it's a nice and quiet, super tense moment in the movie. Everyone's glued to the screen. You could hear a pin drop. And I'm the asshole who bites the celery. Celery. <laughs> Dude, I was almost like remembering but forgetting. Like, what did he bite into? And as soon as you said Buffalo, like you were doing it, my head goes, the, it was the, I could hear it. It was everyone like, like when he says it was, this is no exaggeration. This is one of those breath held tight moments. Everyone's fixated on the screen. Quiet. Not a loose, not a loose asshole in the whole audience. Everyone's kind of like watching this moment, and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> this echo, and I'm like, people jumped, gasped. I got so many looks. That <laughs> was my favorite theater experience. I mean, I might have inadvertently started pointing towards you, so they knew it wasn't me. Like, hey, my, <laughs> I don't. I got to eat celery in a theater. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Palette cleanser. Mm-hmm. Mm. But anyway, yes. Back to back to the evils of the deads. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely one. Again, I, I think it would have best been enjoyed in a theater. I will say, I highly enjoyed another uh, headphone type experience. Um, I, I debated about watching it on the larger TV versus you know getting in here and uh, watching it with the headphones on, big monitor kind of thing, up close and personal. Um, but yeah, the the uh, the experience was was more uh, I guess telegraphed is I guess the term I'm thinking of. I knew what to expect. I knew the cheese grater was coming. That would have been. There's a lot of things that well that, that most of the things that didn't that were shock and surprise were not really as heavy as the things that were already teased. Right. Yeah. They uh, like cheese grater scene definitely was a little more tame than I thought, which is I think it adds a sense of realism to it because a cheese grater wouldn't be taken out real <laughs> physical rings of fucking skin like my mind yeah. my, my imagination takes it but that there's the scene with the younger or the i think it's the oldest daughter and mm-hmm. when she gets possessed and talking about i don't like things glass. in my tummy i don't like the things in my tummy the creepy uh. crawlies they don't want them in my tummy well and also and, like th- that, that scene was one interesting one just like uh, to, to quickly interject because at this point, we're also learning about like, like almost like the double entendre about things in her tummy, but also the aunt's tummy and the idea right. of 
the idea of pregnancy. Like there was like a weird kind of like double slight going on. Like I'm, I'm talking about my thing, but I'm also talking about your, your parasite in your belly. That's right. So yeah, definitely actually played pretty heavily into that kind of theme, which it worked. I liked it. No, no, it did. Um, I, I think that the one thing we've not talked about, and I, I, I think we both, we've not talked about here, but even leading up to it, I think we can both uh, agree, and I'd be surprised if we did not continue to agree on this, that Alyssa Sutherland, or Sunder, is it Sutherland or Sunderland? I, But I'll have to verify that, but I, I feel bad. Uh, Suther- Sutherland. So I was right for, okay, Sutherland. Alyssa Sutherland is such a great avatar for this film, both as an actress and a representative. On, I've seen her, she played hard on social media to really get into this as somebody who's not really a known person. She was so amazing. Oh, she's easily probably my favorite Deadite in the whole series. She just took the role. She knew what she read and she just went hard in the paint. Dude, her expressions, her really owning it. But also, this is the thing I'm going to give a lot of credit to the casting director for this. The sister, the main, the real, real, the kind of the protagonist, really, of this, the aunt, the sister, however you want to think of her, um, they, there's a lot of expressions and things like they, they seemed to be able to, like, they were believable sisters to me. And oh, that, definitely. I mean, and in a way that was really, uh, really carried it home more. Oh, yeah. It definitely felt like, you know, there was an actual connection there. She's kind of been the, the troublesome system sister that's been in and out of like the family. The black sheep. Around. Yeah. And they kept referring to her as the groupie. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, much to her later rage. <laughs> um, yes. No, uh, I also, I, I, I did enjoy, and, and some of this is, uh, this is unlike uh, when we talk Dr. Sleep, I'm mostly talking about things that are pretty out there and obvious because in case somebody ha- takes a while to get to this, I don't want to be full spoiler. That's why I didn't really, I'm not really getting into some of the, some of the other things. And I think that's for the best. I think, I think over really the overarching feeling, this, this is a, when you talk about a movie like this, it's to me, it's less details and more of the vibe and the vibe was so fucking there. Anybody who loves and can, horror and can accept gore. Now, I never know. There's there's a lot of different Venn diagrams of what people like in horror. Um, but if, if you can accept some very gratuitous fucking blood, guts, and nasty, the film itself, the pacing, the uh, the duration of it, the way it moved, the performances, even from the children, um, which children performances are not always something you can count on. And the uh, youngest daughter, I love the line that was from the trailers and, and when it hit in the film, where it's like, I think you're going to be a good mom. Why do you th- like the whole like? Why do you think so? Because you're good at lying to kids. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. She she was really good in it too. So, um, so this becomes a big one. I feel like in the little bit of talking, you still uh, give a little bit of a of a more of a like to 2013s, or where are you at with uh with this in terms of? So for myself, I I I'm a traditionalist. And I think bullshit. the, ca- Bull- the bullshit, bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. Uh, I really enjoy the creepiness of 2013. Uh, Rise played it safe, and mm-hmm. that's fine with me. But I really like where the direction 2013 went. So that I, means that brings up a follow up though: is them playing it safe is. How much do you think that any of that formulaic safeness comes from this post-pandemic worry of being able to play well at the box office enough? 
that's where I was wondering. I was thinking about that because 2013 was like, again, all gas, no brakes. And it did well. It did incredibly well despite this. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they had anything that made you think that this wouldn't work. So I've leaned towards how much is this uh, being a little bit more safe because of where we are for not because of a creative want to maybe do so. I mean, I'd like to, I'd really wonder what the real design, like how much more absurd it might've gotten. I think it's because like, they, they kind of went into a little bit of uncharted territory where they're like, they're switching it over from hmm. the cabin over mm-hmm, to the mm-hmm. dilapidated fallen apart high rise, which was kind of a, a cool set piece to be at. I mean, it had its own, it's kind of like a more, unnatural danger to it which lends itself to the the deadite threat especially when things really start going banana sandwich there nom 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 so i mean it's feel like you're in a city and you're more isolated than ever no i mean where so where you should be safe well and i think i think it's an interesting thing to be able to uh they've gotten to play up on a lot of the the tropes that you get from being out in, in nature at the cabin from the others and not that they probably will return the based off of the one thing I'll say, and this is not, I mean, this was already something I kind of knew was coming anyway. The movie opens with the clothes, so to speak, and I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic title card. Yes. Fantastic title card. Um, so ultimately um, where I think they got to play and where they haven't before is, is some of the, the, uh, the trappings of being in a building that you can't escape from elevator, like elevators are dangerous. I think even in normal, like fire situations, whenever I'm in a tall building, I'm like, can you imagine if you actually had to use the stairs to get out of a a bad fire engulfed building at 20 floor 20 or something? It's Oh God. Yeah. I mean, when I used to work at a, in Austin at that, at that main street hub, that was a 13, like we were on the 13th floor and 12th floor. I always thought, man, if, if things go wrong, this is kind of a this is a little bit of ways to get down. Um, <laughs> kind of, you know. Um, so, and that's in a really nice building, let alone like this dilapidated apartment building where you have like literal like like you're you're you're, you're I mean, most of the set pieces that hallway in the apartment itself is most of the set, and they I will say they. Uh, they made a lot of use of a little bit of space. The keyhole, I mean the, the oh. keyhole. I would say the uh, the eye, the eye, uh, the viewport of through the uh, the door. My goodness, yes. the pure hole, or yes. what, yeah. They really did well with using that as kind of its own little view into the chaos that's it's doing outside. Well, and, and they teased so much of it, uh, and yet it still was like even though I'd seen it so many times, it was still effective. And I love. I mean, I. I mean, and again, to 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 Alyssa uh, Sutherland's like credit, the whole you know nothing that a good old kiss from mom from you won't fix kind of thing. Like the tr- the shift from Deadite. Oh, like I, I don't think That's, I've seen it as good. Well done. Like mostly, like when they go in full Deadite, they're Deadite. But she was. They're, they're they're well. So with like the Deadite, like the Kandarian demon and all that stuff, they're 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 tricky, and she embraced it so well, trying to you know allure the get the little girl to open the door and everything by kind of switching back, pretending to be okay, or just being, you know, a fucker to be a fucker with that. Well, nothing like a kiss from mommy to make things all better. 
Yeah, she really like really went like in a believable because like, I, I do feel that like there have been tricky things where some people might like, oh, okay, but it's kind of like, all right, guys, this is. Like, I don't want to put it down. I don't want to say it's bad acting. I thought it was more like there, there's a bit of camp in some of the other movies that I think comes through, which is yeah, exactly. It, Ver- it comes through that way, and yeah, she just flipped the coin, and it was believable. Well, in any other case, we're talking about the sister, like. Like about like you know come down here pretty boy you know I'll suck your dick kind of things. Um, yes, yeah, so that was shock value. So she's not really pretending to be this. It's more like you're seeing the visage of your beloved sibling now be this way. Versus this was somebody who was literally tr- like had tricked and continued to try to trick the family. Yeah, they went a little bit more. The 2013 version definitely has a more embrace of the sinister side of it. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, there's different different versions of the demons and stuff. We've seen it throughout the movies. So seen it through the comic books. It's, yeah. Um, I don't, I, I've been thinking the whole time we're talking, and I've, I, I don't know which one I like more. Um, I think I have recency bias of, to, the, to this one, because I haven't seen the 2013 one in a minute. Um, it's, again, make him as a shock that every time I ask Tiff if she wants to watch it with me, um, she declines both the 2013 and the new version, which I find really offensive. I'm just trying to relive a romantic date time with our, you know, with our friends. But, uh, <laughs> well, I, uh, I just put an order in for actually the 4k version of the 2013. And I think after some time, I definitely want to do a double feature and just kind of weigh in on my mm. thoughts at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I, I, I think it's, it's like where I'm trying to weigh out is which one do I like better as a film, but which one, Okay, 2013 is going to win because of experience, because I was in, both in a theater and I was with a, uh, it was moving like the, the humor and everything around Tiff's absolute freak out. Like, oh God, yeah. Um, there is like, because she didn't go with us to the to, to the witch and things like though. So there's something about like, I feel for me, I enjoy horror plenty fine alone, but there is something about having at least one other person sitting there and that energy you get when you're both, it almost is like a bravery that you have together that allows you to kind of dive in and like, like, I don't know. There's something I really enjoyed about sharing that with you versus sharing it from a distance with you still in California, me back here in Texas, me starting it up and you go, fuck it, I'll do it too. And we, we, you know, Mm -hmm. doing the thing. So, um, I definitely have something about, you know, having group watches compared to, you know, in the dark by yourself, then they're going, Oh fuck. And also feeding off the energy of the theater, the gas, the grossness, us being amused while other people are like, Oh God. And oh, we're like, we're oh, like, absolutely. Oh, this is while we're taking another bite of some delicious potato coquettes or whatever else we were eating. I know that we had definitely had coquettes as an oh, habit. Dude, but- I'm, I'm sitting there laughing like a fucking child on Christmas morning while people are like near vomiting. Yeah, people are grossed out and we're like, mmm, delicious. That's why I really wish I'd watched, uh, I think, Terrifier 2 in theaters because that's, yeah, that's some gore porn right there. No, definitely. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to weigh on this one more and more. I, I, again, I, I think there was something about enjoying the experience that makes it, I, I okay. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna say this way. I link, I think 2013 is probably the superior film. I'm gonna say the best performance I've seen is the one from Evil Dead Rise from Alyssa. Um, I think that's what I think it's her. It's that visual, it's all these gifts playing. Like, there's I have to think on 2013, it's been 10 years, so that's part of it. But in 10 years, I think that barring any weird dementia, that Alyssa Sutherland's gonna be burned in my mind in a way oh, that yeah, no other dead eye, no other performer minus Ash. Which is a whole different way he's burning my mind from a childhood memory and on, 
as, as, oh, yeah. as Bruce Campbell is a whole nother uh, unicorn of a person. Um, but for, for a horror visage, her deadite, the most, and that's a credit to her and the makeup team because her makeup also, I think allowed her more facial dexterity that maybe was harder in other films. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that her just, again, it's an ownership of that role. Um, oh, she was an absolute menace. So I, I think that's how I score it. 2013 gets the overall win in, in this uh, non-existent war game that we're playing. Um, where, uh, but I will say, performance-wise, of I would say outside of Ash, um, played by Bruce Campbell. For those who are, uh, I don't even want to know who you are. Um, no, no, there's plenty of people who might not be that. that we're getting old, so, so there's a lot less. Of, it sometimes it hurts me yeah. to think. But uh, don't you say, don't you even bring it? Yes, but uh, she might have been the best performance outside of his iconic performances in any of the series, period. Oh, absolutely. And there's, I mean, that's something to be said about this series as a whole, too. And something I can really appreciate about is that Evil Dead 1, 2, Army of Darkness 2013, Rise, they're all solid, they've all delivered. Even the TV series, I, I love it. I need to finish the last season of that. Still, I've 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 lacked on that. We, we were watching it together. And I didn't finish the last few episodes or whatever. Right. But yeah, no, it's Evil Dead delivers, and that's that just brings such a smile to my face. I've been that's such a fan for a long time. So seeing this and do well is just ah, oh, I'm a happy camper. What it makes me wonder, and I hope to see because I think with, I'm, I'm hoping we don't have another ten years between entries, um, and. And I think there's room for another, you know, I mean, I don't need, I need one next year from them, <laughs> but they also kind of set up a, well, they kind of ended on a, then on, on a, the, there's a couple of setup moments and not to go into. Yeah. That's where I'm kind of too much, but I think they found a way to connect, you know, Jane Levy in 2013 and Alyssa Sutherland. Well, she's gone, but Beth, sorry. The, the final girl, as well as Ash, through some creative narrative about the Necronomicon. Yeah, and if they do anything with Ash, if they're going to use actual Bruce Campbell, not which I can't imagine them doing anybody but Bruce Campbell, they need to work. I mean, he is getting a little bit older. Um, yes. So, um, but yeah, uh, I, I guess the say is, well, well, the one thing I'm hoping to see is while there can be comedy, and especially if they bring in Bruce Campbell, there's always going to be some comedy. Um, I think that they got better at like the edge and the comedy when you, in Ash versus Evil Dead. I think they played up on that really well. Um, mm-hmm. I like them to lean into the performance like Alyssa Sutherland. I, mean, I keep saying this because it's, well, the reason I'm thinking about this is I think that they, she also had the green light to be a little bit more menacing, a little bit more... There, I, I, I think there's this... Deadites have sometimes often been this almost like like the way they're played out in some of the series can almost be like they're of course dangerous. I mean, obviously, but almost like they feel less like because they've done been played so humorously, and sometimes they're they're killed in such mat and mass so much by uh, Ash. Is I think seeing her not just be dangerous as a murderer and what she does to the the literal throughout the movie, but it's what she did the mind games. I I, I appreciate. I guess that's the thing. Is I appreciate the cerebral part that i don't think i felt as much in the series until now they uh so i mean that's been my understanding of deadites since day one is they essentially they like to play with their food mm-hmm. and i think it's the best representation of that um mm-hmm, absolutely but 
on that note, man, I can tell, I, I think we can explore some of the deadite stuff and other, I think there might be a time to take a, take a dive into evil dead and have conversations about that again at another point. Um, especially since I think we're both keen to watch it again soon. Um, no, definitely. And of course there's other things on the agenda. Uh, I don't, the day before I saw evil dead rise, you finally got around to seeing Nope. And I'm about, I've started recently watching ratchet, which, um, for anyone who's ever been familiar with once flew over the cuckoo's nest, very interesting, um, prequel 19 for me there's a level of horror that i don't know if i want to talk about the series as much as what it makes me think of with 1940s level uh psychiatric hospital lobotomy era bullshit that is frightens me when you get to that era of the russian sleep experiment and other stories with human experimentation being such a, a pivotal thing um and then of course uh you've made recommended midnight mass which is something i'm thinking about diving into i just uh, I was been pretty kind of sick, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to go foggy brained into that because I've heard not just from you, but uh, Knox and other people have told me that one's an awesome one that either they've either seen or other people have been wanting to see. It's a fantastic watch, and I mean, knowing you, you like the narrative, and yes, yes boy, yes. oh boy, you're in for a treat with that show. It's it's fantastically done, and it's got that female antagonist that you can't help but fucking hate <sighs> very much like that ratchet character so you're you're, uh, you're in for a treat and then the other one i'm curious about getting you to watch is one i enjoyed quite recently maybe two months ago was malignant and i think i remember you that, talking about that before yeah a little absolutely bit like just in bat shit insane it knows what it is and it just embraces it and it's so much fun. That's definitely one going completely blind and you're you're in for a good time. It is I will say it's one of those movies that definitely feels like you either really love it or you really hate it. So I'd be curious to see what you think about it, but I think you'd have fun. No, I, mean, I, I think there's some uh, room to play. Um and as we wrap up and just kind of I don't want to over tease uh the dozens of people who are kind enough to listen um at this point. But uh, what I do want to say is there are a lot of things uh, and I've been tracking down stuff where it's kind of uh, even for the audience, if you want to watch along, I've noticed that there is a lot of Twilight Zone and a lot of and Tales from the Crypt is one that uh, we I wouldn't put stream through here, but I would love to maybe do a watch along with you and, and commentary track on that. Others can maybe time with us on, on YouTube and stuff at their discretion should they desire to. Um, I think that there's some room for some fun with that. Um, I've been I, I enjoyed watching some Tales from the Crypt recently just because of getting back in the headspace of all this. Oh so, yeah, man, that's there's some there's some bangers in that. So that's that's a good show. But and as far as ending on narratives, you tell me be loving narratives. I I, I just I, I've kind of considered uh, an interesting kind of outlier, not horror, but kind of in a weird monster thing is. Ah, Doom Patrol, man. I just always think of we talk about narrative. Alan Tudyk coming in as Mister Nobody to open up that stuff in the first season still floors me. He is such a great character actor. Oh, Alan Tudyk's a man. I still got to finish that series. Of uh, I need to go, I need to go back because it, 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 it's I think I think it's ended now. But uh, I mean, it went like four or five seasons, and I think I was like two and a half or so, three in. Um, but. All right, my friend. Uh, again, I am glad. I, I again, I would have loved if there was some magical way that I could have spent more time up in California with you, so we could have seen this in the theater, like we, as uh, Baphomet intended. Um, yeah, that's right, sir. That's oh, right. God, oh, good lord! We give you a bounty of our love for horror and blah 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 blah. Anyways, you, um, you know, you want those dreams to come true. You just got to say those three words: Beetle Goose. Beetle, beetle, 
Beetle. Would you like to live deliciously? Nope. No, but hey, man, I I really appreciate you coming on again. I know that apparently this may come as a shock to those who are listening in, but with the dozens of listeners we have, uh, sometimes if somebody like like an Ingle has to have a horribly long, painful day at work and still nice enough to come on here and talk evil fucking dead rise with me. So... For uh, for those, can we get some finger snaps, some uh, some golf claps, and uh, and I mean, I'll provide the kisses. But anyways, my friend, thank you so much um, for sharing. I I'm sure offline I'll talk more and more about how much this fucking movie made me um, tighter in the pants, so to speak, for horror, yes. of course. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, thanks for sharing me with t- uh, sharing your time and giving up. A little bit of focus, at least on Tears of the Kingdom. You're like, no, nah, man, I played the whole time. No, I've been doing it the whole time, man. <laughs> hey, if you couldn't talk about Evil Dead Rise off cuff while doing 13 other things, you're not the guy I know. So, <laughs> but to the rest of you, um, highly recommend this film. And I do, re- I think it's one that you can enjoy without seeing any other Evil Dead entry, though they do en- enhance the experience. So, uh, I think that's a great thing about this series is you can, I think, jump in at almost any point and backtrack and watch the other films and feel just really well about it. Um, so highly recommend if you're, if you're a fan of horror and can enjoy, if you can, if you can manage the gore and not get put off by it. Great, great experience, great performances. Um, I think it'll lead to you uncovering other ones with evil dead 2013 and so on and so forth. Um, but if you do have the time, watch evil dead 2013 first. And then this one, I think, uh, I, I think they're nice pairing to compare to each other so nonetheless as always thanks for allowing us to be your gloom guys uh the if you take a walk into evil dead series it's a walk into the light and the darkness light humor in some of it and a lot of dark fucked up things but i'm glad we could be there with you and remember the best things are done together not alone and that includes having a buddy to watch some stupid shit with so that's right get the popcorn let's fucking go but thanks again in and to everyone else take care